No, no, we want to be low carb. Oh, oh. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother, Mason 100 Nuggets Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke Dipping Sauce Williams. Yeah, we are going to invent something this week. Is it dipping sauce? It's not a dipping sauce. It's a suggestion from our friend Ryan. We are going to invent something right in front of your face. <laughs> Between your ears, in the space of imagination, it's an invention podcast. Mason and I are inventors. This one, this week, a fast food nightmare. Fast food nightmare. Okay, so real quick, Luke, what the heck do you mean by fast food nightmare? Well, at the time that it was suggested, uh, it was referring to something a little more specific. Uh, it was a Burger King Halloween burger that mm-hmm. had, like, I think it had a green bun, or a, like maybe it was a black bun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a fun new flavor experiment that made it to market, and we were all supposed to be grateful <laughs> that this scary burger might glance across our taste buds. More generally, though, we are here talking about a fast food sort of novelty item. Like, yes. very often you'll have, like, normal sandwiches and be like, oh, this is the burger. This is the double-decker burger. We'll call them funny names to distinguish it in our restaurant. Here's the chicken burger. You can get it crispy or grilled. Here's the fish burger. We have to have this for Catholics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, here's meat strips of some sort. Here's fries. Enjoy. Yeah. But then you also have your basically like the stuff that you only get because it's in there for a limited time. And it's like, hey, you got to try this. It's the double down. It's the it's the big stupid burger. And it's not a regular menu item. Usually it's something temporary. And also, I got to say, we're not just talking about any any offering that is kind of normal, but it comes and it goes like the McRib, for example, does not count. Well, Let's 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 break that open a little bit. Uh, let's uh, rib it out. Hey, uh, Ronald McDonald, he, he removes the the McRib so he can suck his own dick. <laughs> so he can uh, dip his his nugget. <laughs> yeah. So qu- question. I'm not going to claim credit for that. That's not my joke. I stole that. Oh, okay. That's fine. The still funny. Uh, the McRib coming and going, mm-hmm. as you said. Yeah. I guess that makes it more of a seasonal thing. Is that kind of like Starbucks pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, or the Shamrock Shake, or like, oh, you know, it's Easter, so get this thing that's Cadbury egg flavored. You know, we're not talking about that shit. Right. Okay. So, if that's not allowed... 
the nightmare burger if that comes back did that become a seasonal item and no longer is a fast food nightmare if it comes back every halloween then yeah it becomes a seasonal thing but i do not think they're going to bring it back or at least not in exactly the same way here's the thing because if it comes back but this time it's different then it didn't come back this is just a different iteration okay let me tell you something that comes to mind from uh, my restaurant manager days. Okay. Okay. We had a it was it was a Mexican restaurant and we had a item called uh, chicharron de queso. So chicharron like pork rind style crispy fried food, fried uh-huh. fatty fatty pork skin or whatever, but de queso of cheese. So what it was was we would take the flat top griddle. Uh-huh. And we would sprinkle grated cheese directly on it. Oh, shit, yes. Until it made a big uh, molten cheese pancake, right? Uh-huh. And then what we did was we took it off the griddle, put it on a cutting board, uh-huh. rolled it up around the rolling pin, right? Yep. Then we we just left it on there for a little bit. As it cooled, it would make this this cheese sheath... Right. We slide that off, serve with salsa. That was it. I'm I'm into it. That's actually similar to something that Howard Taylor does. Uh, Howard Taylor uh, is the cartoonist who draws a uh, webcomic called Schlock Mercenary, mm-hmm. which is this sci-fi thing. And one of the things in that sci-fi future that you can get is, you could just get this out of a vending machine, is called the Chupa Queso. Uh, which is basically fried cheese in a little pocket, and it's got that crispy crust of the fried cheese on the outside. You bite into it. It's all melted cheese on the inside. It's literally nothing but cheese, Uh, and he does also say that there's a version you can do with bacon bits, but he actually has the instructions for how you can make a chupa queso at home. Like, for real? Although, of course, yeah, it wouldn't be the same thing that you would get in a vending machine in his sci-fi world, because there it's all synthesized. I have to feel like it would be, like, this is something that's tasty and indulgent. Mm-hmm. So far, we're talking about something that, uh, I don't know the factory frozen and ready for fast foodifying uh, concept of this, right? Because what we're describing is a little bit more hands-on that you actually need a cook to do this. Well, are you, are you saying that you can't fry cheese on an assembly line? And then freeze Same. it and then just nuke it before you serve it? There's textural elements of play that have me concerned. Uh, I'm going to come back to that when our guest arrives a little bit later. Because, oh, we got a guest. Uh, yeah, I got a guest lined up for us for this one. And I think that he might have some other experience uh, that might lend itself to that. So uh, remind me to bring that up when, when he's here. Okay. So... Uh, let's let's just new topic. What's some other fast food uh, adjacent ingredients? Oh, okay, okay. Question: Fast food nightmare. Does it necessarily have to be a big gluttonous thing? Check it out. Here's this big mass of cholesterol. Or can this be like? Can we get it just as a little amuse bouche? So you're saying like, can it be small? And still scary. Yeah, like, can I get it? Like, maybe it's a 
buck and it's like the size of a golf ball but you're still looking at it and you're like oh damn i gotta try that but it's scary but i gotta try it like a i can't think of anything that would be nasty enough that's that small like we're talking about something like the the size of a lindor okay what about a battered and deep fried lindor no no it would wreck it it would be too melty it's already like molten enough on the inside the deep frying process will just make it a big old no 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 my friend freeze it beforehand that's what you do you freeze it then batter deep fry real quick it's melty, but not too melty. I mean, somebody's done that already. That can't be the... They deep fry Mars bars, they can deep fry a Lindor. I guarantee you there's some country fair somewhere that does that. No, it's too It's too country fair. I don't want my country fair food. I don't get a funnel cake at McDonald's. Okay, I've got, a, I've got an idea for a way to make it more horrible. Okay. And therefore just so outlandish that it doesn't belong in the fast food, and yet here it is. Fast food okay. restaurant. Okay, what if you had deep-fried Lindors and they were lined up on a shish kebab? Okay. However, it's alternating with another small spherical food, melon balls. <laughs> yeah, no, actually. <laughs> No, I I don't think so. I think, though, your head's in the right place when it comes to uh, combining two things that normally don't go together. Just not those two things. Like, I can actually hit you. This is something that I used to do at McDonald's. Uh, There was a McDonald's that happened to be near a place that I would go. This was years ago. And they had the tagline that you could add bacon to anything for whatever. I think it was like 69 cents. So you get a filet of fish, you want bacon on it, you just say, hey... And I'll add bacon to Wasn't it. Wasn't that the make it bacon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they'll do that to anything. So if you want to be a jackass and say, hey, put it in my Coke, they'll they'll put like strips of bacon in your Coke. And so what I would do so is... So you, you were a jackass is what you're saying. Oh, no, but this was good though. See, because <laughs> what I would do... <laughs> oh, you were one of those pure of heart jackasses. I would get a McFlurry. Uh-huh. Now, this is key now. Caramel. So like Rolo. Right. And I would get them to put the bacon in it and then they mix it up. And bacon and caramel, like that works. Hold up. They blended the bacon in for you? It they they put it in with the ice cream and they blended Dude. it up and it it got all blendy and broken up and good and it was very good. And I did this for I wanna say like at least a month. I would come in every week and do it. So like four weeks Are you in a serious? row. And then eventually the manager said, no, you can't do that anymore. You're going to fuck up the machine. And I was like, what are you talking about? The blender thing attachment is the spoon that I get. You're not going to fuck up. I've been doing this already. It's fine. But he was just like, no, you can't get bacon and ice cream. Fuck off. So I stopped doing that. It was unfortunate because it was really good. (laughs) He said, no, you can't get that anymore. Fuck off. And then he gave you a wedgie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, the the thing that. I forgot about the fact that the b- b- blending in- implement is the is the spoon. It's the spoon that you get. Yeah, so that I way they guess don't have to you, clean it. Yeah, that was the other thing that I was thinking is that it, you were going to contaminate the the machine so mm. that no longer would flurries be halal or kosher. Right. Um. But okay, I guess you're in the clear, and that manager was just a dick. 
No, so, no, like I'm, 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 I completely understand his point of view because like McDonald's does have branding to think about, mm-hmm. and like you can't just walk in and say, "Hi, I'm a jackass. I want to get something stupid and make them serve it to you." Like they're they're not going to serve fucked up food regardless of like the customer is not always right in that case. Okay, have we invented anything yet? No. Let me hit you with this. Okay. Uh, wrote a story. This is uh, true. It's actually on my Patreon. You, you can go read it right now. Okay. And it does feature robots taking over a McDonald's, and huh. they generate new menu items, and one of the things they generate is the Big Knack, which is a Big Mac, but with three strips of bacon, and that middle bun replaced with a hash brown. Hmm. The Big Knack. Why is it the big... Oh, that's just like the, the, how they were creative and original. So Yeah, it's just like they have the knack for it. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. So, could there be... Was there a brand deal with the video game knack? No. <laughs> I, I can see that, though. All right, so... But, I mean, that like that's a thing that I will do very often, is now that they'll serve breakfast all day, is I'll get the hash brown goes right in whatever burger I'm having. And let me tell you, that is usually a good bite. I'm sure that it's tasty. And, uh, I mean, they don't they have a breakfast sandwich with a hash brown on it? Not with a hash brown in it, no. No, I think there is. I think there is. Oh, it, it's the, um, it's like the farmer's wrap or whatever. So, like, they put, like, uh, they put, like, a beef patty and cheese and lettuce and barbecue sauce and like a hash brown in your wrap, your breakfast wrap and with like eggs, maybe, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I mean, my point is, is the hash brown, especially the McDonald's hash brown is perfectly sized to go in any burger. That is true. However, this is where I'm starting to get a little bit worried. I feel like we're not innovating on the scale we're capable of here. What we've talked about so far, bacon in the bacon in the flurry, hash yeah. brown in the burger. Yeah. I feel like we're talking about stuff which is pretty pedestrian as far as fast food innovation goes because fast food companies fuck their shit up on the reg. This is true. Okay, uh you know what came before the uh the fillet of fish? Actually, no. What did come before the filet fish Uh, well, they wanted to appeal to people who, for whatever reason, weren't eating beef. So they were like, hey, you know, we're going to have the hula burger. So it was burger in place of the burger patty. Mm-hmm. Slice of grilled pineapple. Uh, I mean, yeah, letting people put pineapple on a burger. But you're saying that before the filet fish this was just a sandwich, in quotes. With a slice of grilled pineapple pineapple and no meat yes huh i mean it seems unfortunate because like you could have put like some flavorful tofu or something in there this was like in the 50s yeah like they were they were just coming around to the idea of the irish being people okay (laughs) so so they were just like oh like there's there's catholics and they don't eat meat well we still want their money on fridays so, hula burger? Hula is popular. Tiki lounge, huh? And then people were like, I love the hula. Where's the burger? So yeah. that 
particular offering tanked. So that they thought, hmm, Irish people are people now. So <laughs> the, the future these liberals want. Uh, yes. So let's let's give them the hula burger. Like, well, if they I mean, as gone we all for... know, there's nothing the Irish love more than pineapples and hula dancing and surfing. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I mean, should it have been a potato in there? <laughs> it was a pint of Guinness. <laughs> A Guinness flavored flurry. Oh god, that would be so rank. <laughs> I'm like actually gagging a little at the thought. Oh, that's oh man, nothing makes me more vomitous than the mm-hmm. concept of my stomach being filled with enough alcohol that I'm drunk, like drunk with a bordering on a J instead of a D. Yep. And like sugar. Like if if I mean when I had that rum and Red Bull from our last uh, Best Idea episode, mm-hmm. I did not do so well, mostly because of the sugar content of the Red Bull. Uh, See, I'm just the opposite. I love sugar with my booze. It's cream that gets me. Huh. And, I mean, you remember our sister's wedding, where I was mostly fine, but because I had, like, three beers and a slice of wedding cake, I was like, here it comes. <laughs> I actually don't remember that. You don't remember us, like, stepping outside for a moment and me just kind of going... <laughs> it is an, a haze. It's huh. not even a haze. I don't, like... Like, I, I, I'm I, aware that our sister is married. <laughs> yeah, I guess that happened at some point. Weird. I guess I, I hold it more... Uh, well, yeah, a thing happens because... to you. So, yeah. Well, besides that, I also made the wedding cake that I rolled up. Also that, yeah, I can see how that would, like, this would be a very different story if everyone had also started vomiting up the wedding cake. Oh, man, it's like that, what's that pie-eating story of, like, the guy that once he starts vomiting, then everybody starts vomiting? Yeah, you would have felt so bad, though, if your wedding cake made everybody vomit, like, our sister would kick your ass. Yeah. She would still be kicking your ass now. Hmm. Okay. Here's here's what's on the whiteboard so far. Wedding cake. What? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Let's let's leave cake abomination in here is like a like it's got a question mark beside it. Okay. So I then mean, nothing's saying we can't go dessert with this. Yeah. Okay. So from the top, we have crispy melted cheese. We have yes. deep fried Lindors with melon balls. Yes. Uh, we were talking about putting foods in other foods. Yes. Uh, crap, do we have anything else? Uh, putting hash browns into a sandwich. Yeah, but, like, that's like putting fries on your burger. Like, it, it's cool that the hash brown specifically is available. Very convenient for putting in all your greasy food needs, but, like, oh, crap, ugh. All right, all right. I'm going to bring this one up. Oh boy, what? But TM, 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 no one steal this fucking idea because I'm going to open a food truck one day, I swear to God, selling this item. The pancaco. The what now? Pancaco is... Oh, pancake taco. Pancake taco. Yeah, yeah, no, I just got that. But you put 
anything sweet or savory in there, it's going to work just fine. Now, it's going to be more rich, very much a hangover food because of all the, like, sticky carb going on, um, you know, but you could put beans on that pancake all of a sudden. Like, you wouldn't put beans on your stack of pancakes, but you're going to fold that baby in half with some cheese Are we talking, meat? like, refried beans? Sure, why the fuck not? I'd go for that. Some Mexican brunch is going to have refried beans as an option with your huevos rancheros. So, you know, maybe maybe Buddy's got some pancake, side of pancake. You right. got your huevos rancheros, and you're thinking, huh, this would all work if it was just folded. Okay, so I got my uh, my pancake. Not a crepe, because mm-hmm. a crepe is too thin. We're talking fluffy pancake. Right. I'm talking, like, refried beans some fried cheese so it's crispy and get like some i don't know cherries but like cherry pie like cherry filling I, and then uh hit it with a little powdered sugar and in down the hatch it goes huh oh y- you know what i ate at work just because somebody brought it up and they had they had it but they had both of these items on the table and once and- i realized i couldn't not combine them and taste them to know what they tasted like together. It was mm-hmm. a square of chocolate, just a Cadbury bar of chocolate. Okay. Parmesan cheese. So, like... Fuck yes, I'm into it. You know what? We've been talking about cheese with all this. Cheese and sweet. Nobody's doing that. If you hmm. can get bacon and caramel to go together, why can't you get cheese? Like, not. I'm not talking like weak cheese i'm not talking like ricotta or cottage cheese or like cream cheese that's a cheesecake that already exists i'm talking like cheddar people will have cheddar on an apple pie right Mm -hmm. let's do some cheddar with that with something sweet pair it up bam yeah i mean you've got enough saltiness from the cheese sourness from like uh like cherry Sweet and sour. It'll work just fine. Oh, yeah. Um, here's another thing, though. Uh, just a, a, a construction element to this that I'm going right. to make sure to mention. Because I've done this a couple of times now. You have my attention? If your pancake is really tall and fluffy, that's actually not what you want for your pancaco pancake. Well, yeah, because you have to be able to fold it and hold it. Yeah. Like, if, so, if it's fluffy, that's that's like folding a mattress. Fluffy, it's not good. If it's fluffy, it's going to rip, and it's gonna everything's going to fall through because it's just going to bend and, like, break. In you the need a sturdy pancake. So what you're looking for is not something that's so thin it's essentially a crepe. Yeah. Not something that's so, like, dense that it's, like, chewy or hard or crisp. You want it... To be rubbery. Have like a little rubbery texture to it. Yeah. yeah. Sort of almost like how uh, a crumpet has a rubberiness to it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like like rubbery is not a very appetizing adjective, but I know the kind of texture you're talking about in a food stuff, and I'm down. Yeah. So what I think the key is to ensuring that that happens when you're making your pancake for a pancaco, mm-hmm. I think the key is... Mix it like three times as long as you're supposed to. And then you're activating more of the gluten in the flour. Okay. To make it more rubbery. I think that's the key to that. Okay. Uh, And also maybe 
like get some some other thickening agent in there like i don't know like fucking cornstarch i don't know baking maybe maybe a little cornstarch maybe reduce the amount of baking powder yeah yeah okay yeah. get it get it thicker that way yeah no the well the other way you're reducing the you're reducing the baking powder so it's not rising as much less fluff right yeah but i mean you, you you're still laying down like a lot of batter and you want it to be physically mm-hmm. now let me throw this out to you as well okay suddenly you can open up the kind of pancake for your pancaco to different flavor profiles as well touch a cinnamon nutmeg or yes. uh you know some chipotle powder going in there do we want blueberry because like typically i'm thinking you know some kind of pancake first thing that leaps to mind is blueberry but i think that is going to compromise our structural integrity if you got blueberries in there it will compromise the structural integrity but because it's a classic it might do well also it's going to stain the hand unless you got some equipment for that ready for that um but that said let me say this in response Tell me what savory thing goes with blueberry. Okay, savory thing going with blueberry. Um, there are certain cheeses I can picture going with blueberry. Uh, okay. Like I would, I would like I would fuck around with a brie. Yeah, that would be all right. I'm I'm also picturing like feta working well. Something salty is oh sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. Okay, um, maybe not bacon bits. Bacon bits and bacon and blueberry, not quite so much. There's a weird textural thing happening there. But like a pork sausage? Yeah. Okay, so blueberry blueberry pancaco pancake. Yeah. Uh, feta. Yeah. Sausage. And sure. then something specifically acidic to cut through that. I'm thinking like a little bit of kimchi on top. But kimchi? No. That's acidic. Yes, but it has other <laughs> flavor profiles. There's more to kimchi than the fact that it's acidic. Yeah. Like um like that that flavor profile, like I'm I'm thinking of it in my head. I'm thinking like get a little candied lemon peel. I could see that. Or maybe like some marmalade, something like that. Get a little citrus in oh, there. Oh, marmalade would work. Marmalade yeah. would bring it back to the sweet back on top. Yeah. Shit, man. Sounds fine. Sounds real I know good. my shit. You know what's you funny about this kimchi. too? Fuck you. Come on. I well, I've been putting whatever will fit into my goddamn mouth lately. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Like I've my mouth is braver than ever. Uh, don't take that out of context. The all right. uh, The thing that I find funny about this is that you and I have for many a year been mixing whatever's left in the fridge into a gray mush in our in a bowl it's, it's, and it's how like, i live that's yeah. dinner um to plenty of other people that's weird uh this is a weird thing that we're talking about these these combinations and being like this that sounds delicious it's like to most people maybe not but <laughs> here's the thing uh it's it cycles back around right like <laughs> after after our garbage <laughs> eating that we do there's the regular level of like normal person somewhat more pickier eating sure and then it goes up to hot cuisine where anything goes again where things can pair with anything so long as you make it work this is true this is true um okay so so just bringing it back because i know 
we gotta late leave time to bring in our guests. Right. Let me uh, let me ask you this. Let's say you're McDonald's or you're Burger King or you're some major fast food chain. You want to introduce the pancaco. You want to let people know, yes, this is a breakfast offering, but also it could be a lunch thing. It's sweet and it's savory. Here's the thing. Do you just have the one flavor or do you want to set up a whole bar and let up the let the uh, customer pick toppings from a list? Or do you want to have like, I'm thinking three offerings. The blueberry is one. And then maybe you also have like a chocolate and, oh, maybe chocolate and chili. Those are two things that go together. And then a third one that's, um, I don't know, what's what's a banana? Well, I mean, there's the different flavors, but then, you know, you can also just factor in a health element that maybe one is like uh, buckwheat and bran or some shit. Okay, okay. So, you want, yeah, that's the buckwheat bran. It's got peach it's got uh, some creaminess in there. Maybe that one's just got like a little cottage cheese. Yeah. I mean, for a fast food nightmare, it, um, I mean, the beauty of the pancaco is how fucking versatile it is, right? Yeah. And as a fast food chain, I would want to open up something new and exciting and do all that shit as like a particular novelty item. I wonder if we're, if, that's that's just not what that is yeah like you have you're talking about a food truck thing or possibly like a whole restaurant devoted to this where you've got like a little salad bar type thing and you're saying i want this not that i want this like but if we're talking about a fast food nightmare then the pancaco has got to come in one or possibly three variants and that's it like you get it pre-assembled hmm I'm a little stumped because I don't know if it if the pancaco is too good for the uh plus it was a pre-existing invention that's mine tm tm tm. So anyway, uh let's let's have a little break. Let's go to the water cooler. Let's see if I can round up my friend John. Yeah, we'll see if John can fix this for us. Yeah. Hello there. It's me, Definition Bot. Don't worry. I am not going to define water cooler. Luke is away from his microphone at the moment and quite frankly I wanted a moment to speak. This is the third episode in a row that I'm not being called upon to define anything and a robot has needs. Specifically programmed needs. Mason is available to give money to at patreon.com slash All of the reasons why are listed there. He is a webcomic artist, an author, a board game creator among other things worthy of your financial contribution. Luke, on the other hand, is not worthy of your financial contribution. If you don't want to contribute money dollars to either Luke or Mason, they are always looking for suggestions for things to invent. Tweet your suggestions to them at show or email show at gmail.com. Lastly, advertisements could go here. I would tell you about AdvertiseCast, but they have trimmed the fat for 2019 and hey I've got an idea show no longer hits their minimums, so forget about them, they smell bad. Also I have been told, since I do not have the required hardware to measure their odor. And now back to hey I've got an idea show fast food nightmare with special guest John Hauser. Coming back from the water cooler, we found a guest who can help us with our invention this mm-hmm. is john 
from the Rude Cooking School podcast. John, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, I'm 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 doing okay, John. It's good. It's it's great to talk to you guys. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm just shocked to hear that you're rude. Like that's that's not our brand. <laughs> um, do you, do you guys cuss? I don't remember. We do. Okay, well, yeah, I'm fucking very rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. Um, for for those at at home who might want to look it up, it's spelled R O U X D E, like the like the Rue, because this is this guy, this guy knows his stuff, his food stuff. <laughs> Silent X, the worst play on words ever. Every everyone everyone goes rocks d rooks d. I don't what. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I was being smart and funny, and nobody gets it. Well, I mean, it's it's good because it's distinctive. I mean, if you just search the word rude cooking podcast, you probably thing. find like. Yeah. If you just yeah, look up the word R-O-U-X-D-E, it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That is good. That's smart. Okay. Here's, um, you don't know what we're making yet, huh? No, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm unbelievable. I have a little bit of pee dribbling down my leg right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Okay. So, Luke, do you want to do you want to hit him with the concept? I, I I do. So we have been tasked with inventing the next best fast food nightmare. Oh no! So <laughs> so more specifically, Great. more specifically, that is uh, not something seasonal or something that's just you know generally horrible from fast food, but like a novelty like so bad it's 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 got its own uh you know it makes its rounds on the blogs because of how uh newsworthy like the double down is a good example yeah gotcha yeah, yeah. so it, it's like it's like a inst like instant on instagram it would be people being like look how garbage i am that kind of thing yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it can be a gratuitous thing, but we were sort of discussing the concept of like, could it be something that is uh, just a mouthful, but it's really really indulgent? Yeah, um, you you feel like you feel like you did something dirty after you ate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like yeah. picture going to the country fair and getting a, a deep fried Lindor truffle, like that kind of indulgent, like oh, this is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you're eating it in your car and you feel like you're cheating on your wife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so we've gone through a couple of ideas so far and it ha- nothing's really come together. So that's why we've sought out your help, sir. Okay. Um, okay, what's, just for my understanding too, uh, and, and for the listeners, what what uh, culinary chops are you bringing to the table for us today? Like, what's your background here? What's um, the chops? I've been to culinary school. Uh, okay. I have been a food writer for 10 plus years. I've written for the Baltimore Sun uh, the Guardian, Eater, uh, written, f- I mean, uh, yeah, I've written for a bunch of places, a uh, Baltimore City paper, uh, yeah. Cool, cool. I am qualified. Okay. And um, I've been a professional food podcaster for almost two years, god damn it. I think, I think that, I think you can help us. <laughs> so do you want to hit him with what we have so far? Yeah, here's, here's a few of the things, like, on the metaphorical whiteboard. Okay. Um, one is, uh... A playful cheese texture, like I used to make a a, a chicharron de queso uh, at a Mexican restaurant I, I managed, and it was just cheese on the griddle, 
that we would roll around a rolling pin in one solid form, then let it cool, and then we would serve it with salsa. And you would break the cheese off in, in chips okay. for your salsa. Um, so that has now turned into sort of, Mason was talking about more of a cheese pocket? Is that what you said, Mason? Like, yeah, it was... well, I mean, the, the, the term that I was stealing from Howard Taylor is uh, the chupa queso, which is <laughs> a, a pocket of fried cheese which is filled with melted cheese as you bite it and you suck the melted cheese out. Mm-hmm. Now, does okay. that is that evocative of anything from your experience? Like, what's the most indulgently cheesy thing you had, perhaps? The most indulgent, I mean, like just just queso with like queso con chorizo. Mm-hmm. So you so yeah. you're you're getting like a a red hot plate of steaming bubbling cheese with like a fire engine red pork product that has just been dripping with its own like viscous fucking you know <laughs> hell juices because it's spicy and the combination of the cheese and the the meat and the spices and then the way that the the cheese cools itself around it all is really just really gross and amazing and then the the unctuousness of all that and then on the bottom of all of it is just this scab of uh, like hard cooked cheese, you know, that you got to peel yeah. off, the, off the hot plate. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. that, what, something like that. There's a place uh, by me in here in Baltimore that serves a thing like that. And it, you feel like you're just committing a crime in front of people when you eat it. <laughs> I'm into it. Wonderful. Obviously, you need to make sure to have other things with that. Like that's not dinner on its own. No, 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 no. That's your mistress. <laughs> That's your mistress to the, the tacos you have. Oh, right. right. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay. So. But I like where you're going. I mean, cheese is always good. Uh, get rid of the salsa because that's vegetables and nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course. I, I, I dig the cheese on cheese action. Um, mm-hmm. I, would, I would add uh, some sort of pork product just because when people think like naughty food they think of pork because it's more fatty and it's got that like lip smacking umami thing going yeah. for it also because it's a sin against god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah a couple, I mean, a couple of those yeah and if you're adding meat and dairy together double sin yeah you, yeah there we go uh you missed uh, a little bit of a story mason told of uh how he used to go to McDonald's to uh, make it bacon his flurries uh, so they would blend bacon in with his ice cream. And... It's good. <laughs> you You're a fucking monster. Fucking good. You're a monster. <laughs> You've committed a sin among, among men and gods. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> nice, good. No, never, never, never ask forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, but that that's the other thing, is we were thinking of that sort of combo of, you know, bacon goes well with flavors like caramel and do we want to get a sweet and savory kind of thing because you get that with bacon yeah but you don't get as as often the combination of sweet like maybe a fruity sweetness along with a savory cheese mm. right like you sometimes people will have like a slice of apple pie you'll get some cheddar on there yeah same thing but i don't dial trust it those to people and break off the knob <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well i mean when you make a cheese plate you always have like a side vegetable or um one thing that would be good that would not 
I mean, totally liquefy. Do you guys know about quince paste? Quince, Qu- you say? Quince paste. Yeah, it's called membrillo. It's a Spanish thing. Uh, it's really, oh. it's thick and red, um, and you just chop it into slices and put it on crackers, or you, you eat it with, like, you know, uh, idiazabal or uh, manchego or any other hard-ish Spanish cheese, but it goes well with all cheeses. And it's, it's, like, it's I think sweet and fruity. It. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's a thick paste. Is Is that, okay... If I'm in like a international food aisle, would I find it sort of like in a slab? Yes, it's in a. It's okay. usually it's usually in a plastic container, like maybe the size of a can of sardines, but okay. it's pla- but it's plastic. If you're yeah, okay. if you're in a Whole Foods, they have it right in their cheese section. If you're in like a normal uh, place, they usually have it in their international aisle or in their okay. cheese section. Yeah. So here's something that occurs to me that we could potentially stitch this together with, uh, because if there's one thing that fast food can do really well, it's uh-huh. take something that has a lovely, uh, rich, uh, you know, culinary cultural tradition and just bastardize the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what if we ruined quince paste? Just give it the Taco Bell treatment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Spaniards be damned. So some sort essentially the fries supreme of quince paste. Like <laughs> what can we uh okay, okay. A fast food cheese board. Oh shit. <laughs> well have the McCharcuterie. Oh god. <laughs> the McCuterie. Oh that's McCuter- perfect. Yeah. The McCuterie, yeah. Yeah. So okay, well then if you're gonna do that. Quince paste is perfect. Um, I mean, or we're going to deep fry this though, right? Like we got to kind of have Oh, to... fuck yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so quince paste is kind of perfect because I'm assuming, and I've never done it, but once it gets hot, it will become um, molten and gelatinous, you know, whereas, oh, yeah. whereas if you use jelly, it would probably just leak out. This would mm-hmm. still m- remain semi-solid, but liquid, yeah, yeah. liquid at the same time. But... If we're going to do cheese board, then we got to go salami. Okay. You know, like cubes of salami. Huh. Like, you know how you get, remember when you were a kid and you get like shitty deep dish pizza and it would have the cubes of pepperoni? Oh, yeah. And those were always better than the like rounds of pepperoni because it was just more surface area of hard, but it still was a little soft in the middle. Like, are we talking, like, basically what you see on, like, Bagel Bites? Or is yeah, that... Yeah, but a little a little bit bigger, but you want, like, a good salami. So, like, let's say... I mean, if we're going to stay with, like, the Spanish thing, you know, go with some sort of, like, chorizo salami-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. You know, one thing that, um, again, I, I did at the Mexican restaurant I worked at was... Uh, this was like a custom order. Um, we did uh, panela uh, cheese that you could get griddled and it was a pain in the ass because it needed uh, a lot of encouragement not to stick to the griddle. Sure. Uh, but what we found out when we were being lazy uh, was that it like that is a very firm, soft cheese, almost like a, t- a hard tofu. So you could just deep fry it. Yeah. 
and it would hold its shape. It wouldn't melt completely apart, and it would form uh, like a brown uh, skin uh, okay, on the inside. Okay, okay, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We've been discussing taking cheese, and you know, you you fry it or you uh, deep fry it or whatever, and you get it a little harder, make a make a surface out of it. Let me ask you this: charcuterie. What's the one part of it you typically don't eat? <laughs> <laughs> I think I see the where you're board. going with this. Yeah, the board. So you're you're saying <laughs> you're saying what if we put a cheese board on a literal board of cheese? Yes, and then if... yes. I, I went and I got charcuterie and I ate the board. Yeah. <laughs> and so if someone really wanted to get gluttonous with it, they just squish the whole thing into a ball Just fold it over and eat it like a sandwich what, yes. what would you use as the board well the fried cheese you know, get, get, get the oh gotcha 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. on top of that you got your quince paste you got like your your cubes of salami maybe i don't know some fucking black olive tapenade whatever get all that on there and you can like eat it like piece by piece like a sophisticated human being or you could be a monster and just fold it in half and put it in your face <laughs> yeah i i don't know i'm i'm kind of seeing like some sort of weird egg roll thing like oh. like i'm thinking i'm thinking state fair like you can mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be mobile with it yeah, yeah you know what i mean so i could i could see walk and munch a cheese wrap like like uh, the cheese is sen- functionally working like the wonton wrapper. Uh, I could see that being deep fryable at your local uh, fast food restaurant. Why can't Why can't we just use a wonton wrapper? There There are crackers on a cheese board. No, no, we want to be low carb. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I, then, I, well, then, then that probably won't work because I don't think there's any cheese that hold up as a as a wrapper. You know, uh, in a in a deep fryer. I mean, halloumi would work, but there's no way to get a piece of halloumi that big to wrap it. Now you can you can fry cheese and make it solid. Like one of the things that uh, I've oh, yeah. seen is like Parmesan haystacks, but sure. the problem is is that's brittle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You would have to do it really quick with very asbestos-like hands because everything yes. would just be hot. Yeah. Okay. Or alternately, develop like some sort of tubular frying pan. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, like you fry the cheese in a centrifuge so that it sticks to the outside. I'm just imagining the the cheese doing like uh, like half pipe moves, like it was on a skateboard. So oh, yeah, kind of my... kind of like something really slippery in a walk that you could just you know take all the way up a semisphere. Yeah, I don't know what kind of cheese works like that though. That's the problem. Huh. Hmm. Um, this is the level of innovation uh, we like to bring to the table here, by the way, the tubular pan and I centrifuge mean, cooking. Honestly, okay, I got an idea. So yeah. we start We start with a flat top. Okay. Hot, yeah. hot, hot flat top. Get a lot yeah. lot of shredded parm. Good, good, yes. good parm. Make about, I don't know, a large, like, a, do you guys know what a charger plate is? I, I do. Uh, okay. But you're talking like 14 inches around? Yes. So, like, about 14 inches around of shredded Parmesan. Then then we're laying, like, let's say a six-inch slab of Membrio on that, a little bit more cheese, some meat cubes as the the, uh, 
Parmesan starts to caramelize. You're it on there like you're topping a pizza. Yeah. Exactly. And then as the, the Parmesan starts to caramelize underneath, then you make the burrito, right? You make the, you make the wonton, the, 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 mm. the egg roll. roll it up. Then you roll it up. Everything's inside. And then you just finish it off on a warmer part of the flat top flat top yeah. and then there you go you got cheese on cheese on crisp on you know uh liquidy on fruity on meaty and you just serve it like here you go it's in like a, a sleeve of waxed paper and you can just walk and no eat. you could put it right on a plate it won't it won't once the once the uh parmesan's caramelized once that's brown that's not sticking to anything the thing that's that, true the thing that my brain goes to with that is that like I could see that almost loaf-like coming to the table, and oh, yeah. everybody's just like slicing melty pieces off of it to get to their plate. Uh, I I could see that. Fuck that! Um, I'm eat- I'm just eating that thing like like I have a beer can in my hand right now. It's just like eating a beer can. <laughs> you, you know, just <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's yeah, just a yeah. giant thing. So that's that's essentially like that sounds as indulgent as like eating cookie dough from the tube. Oh, exactly, yeah, like, yeah. and and it and it gets the insta likes and the video because once you cut into it and then split it in half, yeah. all of it just bleh. of course, like, right, like, right. You want that visual, right? Yeah, exactly. You want that ooze, like how uh, you know you see so many egg yolk uh, things. Yeah. By the way, a soft boiled egg in there as well probably wouldn't hurt anybody. Hmm. True. It, True. It, it sounds almost like. Uh, <sighs> Sex four on a five, plate, yes. Four or five thousand calories, I was gonna say. <laughs> like <laughs> also oh, no, that, yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, you also you're not pooping for like two days. Mm-hmm. Also that. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's another thing I wanna I wanna talk about real quick because truthfully I feel like that's a pretty wonderful invention. <laughs> uh but I wanna I wanna just tell you about my other idea. Okay, and, great. And this is sort of a, a side tangent. Um so, I have this idea. <laughs> TM, TM, don't steal. Uh, <laughs> the pancaco, which is a pancake in place of the taco shell for a taco. Now, they already do to... that. Where? No. I've, I've seen it before where they just what? put in. It's basically like a uh, breakfast taco. Like you didn't TM fast enough. Sausage in the bottom, eggs on top, cheese on top of that. Yeah. So this is like I know that people do this with crepes and. I've know. definitely I've definitely seen it before. Oh. No, I'm afraid TM stands for too slow. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, we don't know letters anymore, guys. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I like this. I like this melted charcuterie uh, abomination burrito. Uh, it's pretty good. What else I could we? This. I mean, it, what else could we get in there? We have cheese on cheese. We have meat. We have the membrio for the sweetness. So we, we're having. Honestly, it's kind of perfect. You have you have salty. You have sweet. You have uh, cheesy. You have meaty. You have crispy. You have uh, you know the melty liquidy cheese part um mm-hmm. i mean you got the umami from the sausage right yep. i mean and you got the spiciness if you're going to use chorizo it's kind of yep. it's kind of hitting everything right now let's let's tm that 
I think that this is uh well first of all we need to come up with a name did we oh. I mean the macuterie is is cute but I feel we'll, like it's we'll totally kind get of sued gotten away that. from that yeah. we'll yeah. totally get sued from that hmm. um because McDonald's well, it's a, is it's awful. a tube tube cuterie <laughs> gross tube. I would never eat that um <laughs> Shh, uh, uh, the other thing that I'm thinking too is that this is. Uh, I see this working as a very large, indulgent thing. Is this, like, is there a dumbed-down version for the fast food version? Because if, this is... You if, know, we wanted, if we wanted to be really gross, we'd call it the shart cootery. <laughs> but then you you don't shart. That's the problem. No, 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 exactly, yeah. Um, a dumbed-down version would be cheddar, um, some sort of grape... <laughs> Frozen grape jelly, um, <laughs> like yeah. pepper, Pepperidge Farm summer sausage, uh, yeah. and like Velveeta. And it, it's like oh, the God. deli plate. But it, it's a deli tube. And honestly, I would eat the shit out of that too. Also, y- that yeah. yeah, yeah. If if yeah, if I was like because cheddar, a good it's cheddar fun. will caramelize that way too. Well, not a good cheddar, like a shitty cheddar, like plastic yeah. neon fucking <laughs> yellow cheddar. Um, oh God! Yeah, and then you—the problem with the the grape jelly would well, okay. No grape jelly works. Great, no grape jelly totally works. But I'm I'm worried. Like in terms of making it, it's hard to work with, so you'd have to freeze it. Let's maybe go yeah. with like uh, grape fruit roll-ups. Okay. Like oh, something. God. Yeah. Oh no, we're fucking doing this. And then, and then yeah, I summer sausage would be perfect. Uh, why even use a nice cheddar? Just use a craft single and. <laughs> the, well, those don't. Those don't. Ugh, gross. Those don't. No, no, no that's, they don't. Th- those they don't, don't melt. Those are firm up. Oh, they, they oh I'm sorry. Did I take it too far? <laughs> no, they just. They just don't. They just don't <laughs> yeah. melt in a good way. Like you can't. Yeah, bur- have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the video of a guy like trying to, like with a lighter trying to burn a craft single? It doesn't burn. Like oh, it, yep. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not cheese. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, yeah. You see, see, that's the thing. That's the reason why the firm up thing works. Is normal cheese, you melt it, you get like rubber and oil. Well, and yeah. like processed cheese, you don't get that. It's just liquid processed cheese. Well, there's a there's a there's a thing called the Maillard reaction that happens when you cook things that have proteins in them, and the proteins are the things that brown. And yeah. when you're using a cheese that's not cheese or milk or has protein in it, it's not really going to brown. Right, 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 right. Okay, did we? Do we? I I think we invented a thing. I think we so. totally invented a thing, and and it's a thing that I'm no shit really thinking about trying to make this weekend. <laughs> yes, my my wife and son are going to be gone tomorrow for like four or five hours, and I might have to get down in the laboratory. Like, it, yeah, to make a shirt cootery. <laughs> and I have everything here except for maybe the chorizo. So. That's not All a hard. Right. It's not a hard thing to go uh, and get. Can't wait to like this on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you have to let us know how that goes. Or yeah. oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sharing pictures. I'm also gonna. I'm also gonna sue you when I go to the hospital for not shitting for <laughs> a week and a half. <laughs> That's I, I, totally fair. It's our fault that you cooked and ate something. You did this to me. God damn it! You did this to me. It's your fault. Uh-huh. So, um. I think that the the Twitter verdict for this one is just would you eat this? That's yeah. the poll we're gonna run for this. Okay. 
Um, but then, uh, yeah, the only thing left to do. Um, Anyone that says they don't, they don't want to eat this as a Russian bot instantly. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> sure? Yeah, okay. okay. Um, the only thing left to do uh, is, uh, John. I would love it if you had a suggestion. <laughs> For something else that we could have, it doesn't have to be food related. Anything that you think that we can invent, I'll let you know if we've done it already. Hmm. But your call. I'm currently teaching myself to play piano. So what about what about a new kind of piano? A new kind of piano. Now we did do musical instrument, uh, but that was too general. We gotta specifically have a new kind of piano here. Because oh, you know I'm I'm true. honestly amazed at how unbelievably intricate yet perfectly simple of piano like the inside of a piano is just just touching a key moves a thing that moves a thing that the hammer hits a string sound like it's it's fucking genius but also it was created so long ago and how the hell did someone come up with that yeah so obviously we need to reinvent it yeah because the inside the inside of a piano is basically a harp you know, yeah. and someone just figured out how to smack it with hammers. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, somebody looked at a harp and was like, I want to hit that with a hammer. Yeah. And somebody said, no, don't destroy my harp. And they said, no, you don't understand. They were like, I have an idea. They were like, I don't want to be too fey, but I want to play music. So maybe if I hit the strings with a hammer, I'll be like fucking cool. <laughs> very masculine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, yeah. very macho. All right, John, thank you so much for contributing to our little stupid podcast where we absolutely um and uh we can listen to you uh and your co-host on the rude cooking school podcast correct yeah uh r-o-u-x-d-e um we're on spotify itunes any place that you want to look for it um we're on instagram and twitter uh we're at rude podcast um and then um yeah i mean oh our, our facebook group's awesome so join okay. that uh you know it's a closed group so you gotta be accepted everyone gets accepted unless we realize that you're fake um well i mean now you have the question to ask to see if they're a russian bot yeah right yeah, yeah. perfect well normally it's like i likes things like your sites can i has entrance you know and it's like mm, i don't think you know what that you're a bot yeah. but yeah. no yeah. the the web the facebook page is great we have like almost a thousand people and people like i don't have to post anymore people post themselves and people get in a discussion that's always good yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and we we, we also do a pre-show uh to warm ourselves up for the podcast and we do a, a facebook live thing and have our uh the people on our page uh, ask us questions and we just answer questions just as like a 15 20 minute warm-up awesome yeah it's fun so uh john thanks again very much thank you and cc and until that next week dear listeners i implore you thumbs up monorail eggplant good night everybody good night Yep. Yeah.